I'd like to extend a very special shout out to the winner of the 200 followers giveaway, Carla Carter. Thank you so much for your listenership. With her inspiration, this episode was made possible. I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoyed writing it. Season's greetings, and welcome to Bun Bun's Storytime, the podcast where I tell stories to listeners. You've come to our holiday season, where I'll tell festive stories of winter's past and a history of the holidays that we share. So cozy up in your favorite blanket, drink some hot cocoa, and join me as I hop in. Christmas at Bethesda. The winter snow crunched hard under my boots as I trudged northbound. The battle wounds I endured turned a winter wonderland into splatters of crimson as I struggled onward. I suppose I was counted among the 700 casualties in the Battle of Bean Station. That had to have been... Wait. What day is it? My head pounded with a repeating sound of breech loaders and rifles shooting at every distance. All I knew was that I had to find my company, the Army of Ohio. But doing that would be very dangerous, as for one, I had no idea where it was. But I only knew that I was somewhere near Rogersville, Tennessee. But most importantly, I was in Confederate territory as a Union soldier. If I were to be spotted by a secessioner, I would be shot on impact, and this time, that may actually kill me. The last command I had heard was that we were heading for Dandridge following this battle for Mossy Creek. Dandridge, I at least knew, was northbound. Perhaps I would run into the kindness of someone. Anyone, really, that would at least tell me where I was. As I continued to walk, Growing weaker, I became flooded with memories, my mother crying, begging my commander, General Shackelford, not to take me away from her. Matthias is only fourteen, she wailed. I still remember her tear-streaked face as I packed my haversack for battle. Why? she wailed continuously. I knew that she would never understand. I was a male old enough to wield a musket. That was good enough for my company, whether I believed in the war or not. To be honest, the only thing I knew about the war was that the southern states had seceded because of a 62% increase in tariffs, which protected the northern states from low-priced imported goods, but where the south heavily relied on imports, it significantly raised costs. I'm sure there were other reasons for war aside from the taxes, But, then again, that's also how we became the United States, wasn't it? I'd happily fight in a war if it meant we could be the United States once more. I kissed her cheek and wiped away her tears. I promise to come home, Mother dear. I love you. I shook the memory out of my head, 
It was painful enough being away from my mother, but more so, it would be the first Christmas away from her. I wondered how she was doing. Would she be making her homemade eggnog as she always did? I could almost smell the intoxicating scent of cinnamon and feel the warmth of a fire crackling in the next room. I must have been losing more blood than I realized. I scrambled with every ounce of thought I could find to figure out where I was. And then I was struck with another memory. If anyone gets lost or injured along the way, there is a chapel being used as an infirmary for both Union and Confederate soldiers. Take peace, as it is neutral ground. You will find its name atop the gates, Bethesda Chapel. I remembered hearing the name Bethesda so much growing up. In church, our preacher told the tale of a pool in Jerusalem with healing powers. It was believed this was the same pool where Jesus had healed a paralyzed man. If any place would heal me, that would definitely be the place. I started to grab for my compass when I felt my legs tremble underneath me. There was no way I was going to make it to Bethesda. I was losing way too much blood. I crumbled to my knees and fell face first into the snow-covered abyss. I lay there motionless for what seemed like an eternity, just waiting, wishing at one point for a swift end to my pain. At one point, I felt weightless, as if I were being ascended to the heavens, but that was impossible, as I clearly was alive, even if just slightly. I heard a voice above me whisper, it's okay, dear soldier. Though you fight in the opposition, you are on neutral ground. Wait. Had I been carried to Bethesda? I wanted to sing, speak, wail, anything. But I was far too weak to do so. Whomever my savior was, I at least wanted to thank them for their mercy. I awoke the next morning to find my left leg had been amputated and I was the recipient of something new called a blood transfusion, where someone voluntarily gives their blood to someone who has lost a tremendous amount of blood. I was alive, and for me, that meant I was able to keep my promise to my mother. I looked around the infirmary, hoping to find my savior. Surely it was a fellow Union soldier. But as my eyes danced around the room, all I could see were the gray-colored wool uniforms of Confederate soldiers. Was it true? My savior was a Confederate soldier? I caught the attention of a nurse walking past. Excuse me, ma'am, but could you tell me who brought me here and saved my life? She looked up at me and gave me a sweet smile. Oh yes, he's right over here. She pointed to a Confederate soldier who couldn't have been much older than me. I reached for my nearby crutches and very poorly hobbled over to thank my savior. I bowed my head to show humility. Excuse me, sir, I said with a catch in my throat. I couldn't believe I was about to thank the enemy. Are you the man who brought me here and saved my life? He stretched his hand out to shake mine and said with a smile, I about reckon I am. The name is Thomas. I surveyed his face and noticed how the war seemed to age him. I'm sure it aged me as well. I'm Matthias, 
I... uh, I wanted to thank you, I started. I'm sure you could sense the curiosity in my voice as I spoke, but I was very curious as to why a Confederate soldier would rescue their enemy. If you're wondering why I did it, Thomas said matter-of-factly, it's because no one should spend Christmas alone, let alone in the snow dying. Was it Christmas? It truly had been my first Christmas away from home. But as Thomas said, I wasn't alone. I was surrounded by the company of what I would have said was the enemy, but being shown mercy, I was in the company of my fellow man. Men who were fighting for what they believed in. Some who were fighting because they had no choice. All of us, spending Christmas in an infirmary rather than the comfort of our own homes. You see, Thomas said, Christmas is a time to gather as friends. Put aside enemy lines. I don't care if the uniform you wear is blue or gray. We all bleed red. I looked at his arm as it appeared bandaged, then back at my own arm and saw a similar bandage. It suddenly dawned on me that not only had he carried me in the snow to Bethesda, but this man had been my blood donor. I began to sing, O come all ye faithful, as it seemed appropriate. The room began to fill with song as my fellow man joined in. No one should be alone on Christmas, and no one in the infirmary on that Christmas day was. (laughs) 